You're listening to the MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update Podcast with host Fifi Peters. The JSC All Share Index finishing up almost 1% today at 80,509 points. Uh, the uh, market was uh, fairly positive uh, earlier on this morning, uh, particularly before the interest rate decision happened, as well as before the US economy told us how it was looking in the fourth quarter. But uh, gains did gather pace uh, towards the afternoon. And as we headed uh, over to uh, the close of the session for the JSC All Share Index, the picture for the RAND, however, slightly different. The RAND was a lot firmer uh, earlier on this morning, but uh, right now is on slightly weaker footing. We've got uh, Jan Kremer, currency trader at uh, RMB, to help us uh, make sense of uh, today's market action. Jan, thanks so much for your time. So, uh, your take on how today's uh, trading day did pan out and how the market did react to those key events today, the local MPC decision as well as the U.S. GDP print. Yeah, hi, good afternoon. Um, it uh, turned into a bit of a messy afternoon, to say the least. I mean, as you said earlier in your introduction, we saw the RAND touch down to sort of the 1703, 1704 levels pre the um, interest rate announcement from the central bank. But post the announcement, uh, we've now seen the RAND trading up to 1725 levels again. So, so is that um, all down to the MPC, you say? Yeah, very very much so. So, you know, I just think there's a lot of negative sentiment around. You would have seen from reports earlier that the governor um, the, and the central bank have downgraded growth quite substantially from 1% to 0.3% for this year. Mm-hmm. And then just 1% for next year. And citing our favorite old topic of load shedding as probably the leading driver, um, which is really starting to hurt the economy now. So, you know, and also with a lesser rate cut, you know, 50 basis points probably would have sent it a little bit stronger marginally. But um, the fact that it was only 25 coming through and just the general negative sentiment around growth and the, and the sort of the bleaker outlook for the economy, uh, the Randers kind of come under some pressure. Also, adding to the ranch pressure this afternoon, heading into the London close now, um, we've also got dollar kind of back on the front foot a little bit again. You know, the euro is down from where we were just above 109 this morning. We had 108.5 currently to the to the dollar. So also a bit of broad-based dollar strength coming through. Um, that's on the back of uh, better data that came out of uh, the U.S. this afternoon, which shows that the U.S. economy is still fairly buoyant. Um, so yeah, it's, it's it's not looking good for the local currency. I think really we got to dip, see where we close now, London time. But I think above seventeen twenty, if we do see that close, this rand's got potential to probably run a little bit higher on the top side. Sure, I'm looking at it uh, right now, seventeen twenty three uh, to the. U.S. dollar. Jan, going into this meeting, the market had its own expectations about uh, what uh, the uh, governor or the MPC was going to do um, and had its own expectations about uh, when the uh, MPC was going to call it quits uh, for now, as it were, and stop with the interest rate increases in the season, in the cycle, as it were. Has there been a repricing 
uh, of expectations as to what interest rates do going forward post this meeting? Yeah, so I think, you know, market was, um, and probably most analysts were forecasting a 50 basis point rate, like, and then we probably would have seen the end of the rate, rate hiking cycle uh, come into play. But I think with this 25 basis points, you know, the, the Saab really wants to see the follow through um, now into the economy. I mean, as, as the governor said today in his, in his post um, MPC, um, speech, you know, Eskom have been granted the eighty and a half percent increase, uh, kicking off in February. Uh, Big pardon in April. We um, seeing you know continual uh, upward pressures on CPI, um, especially in the food space. So I think you know he's got to be a little bit wary. He perhaps wasn't as hawkish we would have liked to have seen him. Um, so. I think maybe, you know, looking at March and possibly into May, another 25 basis points, but uh, I really think we are getting close to the top. Um, if you start looking at the longer end of the curve, I mean, it's flat out. It's going to be flat probably out towards the end of the year. And then, you know, if, if all things considered, we should start seeing interest rates then coming down um, in the first quarter of next year again. Okay. Uh, Shifting focus then to the U.S. because, uh, again, prior to the MPC meeting, but also prior to the release of the uh, growth numbers in the fourth quarter, the the dollar was on a weaker footing. And in fact, uh, the uh, dollar has been on a weaker footing for uh, some time. Does the uh, fact that the uh, U.S. economy is... uh, perhaps slightly stronger or slightly resilient than most people had expected in the fourth quarter and that it is able or it has been able to stomach all the interest rate increases that have been going on over on that end. Does it change expectations for the direction of travel uh, for for the dollar now? No, I don't think so. You know, I mean, for the better part of this year and probably towards the latter end of uh, last year, We've seen the dollar kind of coming back. I mean, it was only the beginning of December. The euro was trading at around about 102, 103 to the dollar. We traded up just above 109 earlier on today. Um, Yeah, I think today's data definitely goes to show that the U.S. economy is fairly resilient um, and that they have been able to, um, you know, kind of weather the storm, for want of a better description, of the higher interest rates. But... um, you know, the Fed and various Fed officials um, have all been saying, you know, we've got MPC next, or um, FOMC next week, and that, you know, the Fed is going to kind of take their foot off the accelerator a bit um, in terms of the aggressive rate hiking cycle that we have seen from them. Uh, see, inflation in the U.S. has been kind of coming lower little bit by little bit. Um, and I think that, you know, they're going to take, a bit of a stance of wait and see um, at next week's um, meeting. And, you know, we could possibly see this dollar continue to remain under pressure. I think also, you know, with the euro down here and at the 108.50 levels and the dollar stronger across the board, probably also just find a bit of position squaring ahead of the weekend. You know, perhaps those numbers today could catch a few people out um, and, you know, so it's just a, a kind of getting out of short dollar positions 
um, for the moment um, and, you know, seeing where we go in the first part of next week and then all eyes will be on the Fed sure. for their interest rate decision. Yes, happening on the 1st of February. But, uh, uh, Jan, what does, what, does, what does wait and see mean uh, from the Fed? You said that uh, you are expecting the Fed to take a wait and see approach next week when it meets for its um, monetary policy meeting. Does that mean you're not expecting the uh, Fed to... Uh, increase interest rates next week? I, th- I think they will increase interest rates next week, um, but certainly not by the kind of the, the rates we have been seeing. Um, but at the pace that we have been seeing prior to, to next week's meeting. Um, and I definitely think, you know, the, the increase will be um, lesser or smaller than than than, than had been um, expected. I mean, currently they're expecting 25 basis points. Um, previously, we've been having 50 basis points. So, um, and so it's it's it's, it's going to be you know around about that 25 basis points, and then there's probably another 25 basis points perhaps in it, uh, depending on the outcome of inflation going forward. But then I think that's it from the US. Um, now there's already talks of rates coming lower towards the, th- the third and the fourth quarter of this year. You uh, talk about uh, the end of the uh, rate hiking cycle for the U.S. with uh, a lot more confidence and more definitively than you do of the one here in South Africa. So when do you reckon it's it's it for us here in South Africa? And when do you reckon we could see rate cuts here in South Africa? I I I think before we go into rate cutting in South Africa, we just got to... You know, take a step back. I think, you know, today's 25. I think, you know, the economy, local economy is really hurting badly. Um, I think if you'd done 50 today, there would have been a lot of people, you know, kind of teetering on the edge of being, you know, pushed into uh, financial doom and gloom. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've done, done 25 today. I think, you know, we've got to wait and see what happens in March, possibly another 25 then. But then it should be, we should then stay flat um, for quite a while before we start seeing cuts. So probably uh, first quarter of next year, we can start looking at rate cuts again in our local economy. All right. Jan, thanks so much for uh, that um, analysis. Jan Slays-Krima, a currency trader at RNB. You've been listening to another MoneyWeb SAFM market update podcast uploaded weekdays at 7 p.m. For more MoneyWeb podcasts, go to moneyweb.co.za or the app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates.